0: Wonderful, like the Yeah, you know what I mean. When I'm blowing the net, team.
1: Hello, good people. Welcome to the Locked On Wizards Podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Troy Halliburton, and joins me on the other line. A very, very special guest. You you might have seen her on, on the red carpet interviewing your favorite stars, or you might have seen her down at Super Bowl Sunday covering the big, big game, Miss Kelsey Nicole Nelson. How are you doing today, Kelsey?
2: I am great. With an intro like that, I'm a happy person right now, so thank
1: you for having me. No, the only person who's happy is me for uh, having to go through your publicist and, and your agent and your manager to get you Stop. on this podcast. <laughs>
2: You're going to make me make enemies, you guys. He directly messaged me, and I got back to you as quick as possible.
1: Cause exactly. Because I get to
2: be on with the celeb. I'm, I'm happy.
1: 2020 oh is good. God. Oh, my goodness. 2020 <laughs> is good. It could be a lot better if, if, <laughs> if I was covering the big games. But you know what, though? I, I, I look at you, and I'm so proud of all the things you're accomplishing. It's like, um, yo, honestly, gold. You? Just, just big gold right there. <laughs> I do the same for you, for seeing gold,
2: because I will not be in Chicago. So.
1: <laughs> oh, I will
2: live through your social media, Trey.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness, man. It's gonna be so cold out there, like it's like y that's Yeah, I, I, and I, You're I gonna be so turned
2: that. that you won't even feel it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that 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 is certainly. They got like Hennessy a,
2: now. Come on. Like, oh, y'all oh are about my to goodness.
1: Have fun. <laughs> hey man. I, I gotta I gotta go find J.R. Smith there and see what's happening. <laughs> but um Yeah, I'm glad to get you on to to talk a little Wizards basketball. But, you know, with it being the All-Star break, it'll be perfect to kind of, you know, look at the team and and what we've seen from them uh, heading into the break. And then, you know, they they have a couple of guys going to All-Star weekend. Mm -hmm. They have one guy in particular who is not going to All-Star weekend. So we're going to talk about all of those things uh, on on this episode of Locked on Wizards. But um, first, let's talk about what you thought about, the Wizards as a team coming into the year I know uh there were a lot of people who thought that this could be the worst possible team in the league. <laughs> Stephen A Smith said that they had the worst roster of the last 20 years, but somehow mm-hmm. they they won 20 games already this year and they're in ninth place in the Eastern Conference. Are, are you surprised by um you know how much better the Wizards have played uh, according to you know the, the pro- prognosticators before the year?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. Let's be honest. This Wizards team got so much disrespect, quite frankly, because it's a really new look Washington Wizards team. Look, I grew up in the area, or or the area, as we like to say here. And this Wizards team now has people that, if you're not following basketball, you probably can't name more than three members on this Washington Wizards squad. So basically, a lot of people had a lot of questions before this season. Of course, John Wall being out, people just didn't have faith. They didn't believe. Um, And then literally, it was all on Bradley Bill's back. And I feel like the haters came just because they didn't know if Bradley could do it. And I think we both know Bradley has been a player that has constantly tried to prove himself. And yes, we know he's great, but people still aren't putting him on that elite level of basketball, I don't think yet. So I think the Wizards actually have done better than many expected, and I think that's why we're starting to see kind of more people fill the seats um, uh, down at Capital One Arena, but let's be honest. The Wizards, I mean, yes, they're they're 90s right now in the East, and you said they won 20 games, and they just beat up on the Knicks, which, of course, any team can beat up on the Knicks now, if we're being <laughs> honest. But I think they actually are a really really good young team. I feel like Scott Brooks has something to grow on, and I think if I'm John Wall sitting on that bench looking out from the outside, I think I'm kind of excited to get back with this squad because I know there's a
1: promise of greatness in them. Yeah, no, there is definitely the promise of greatness, uh, you know, purely based on the fact that, you know, the way that Bill has played And then when you look at some of the ancillary pieces, you know, a guy like Davis Bertans, who the team literally you know, got in a trade this summer for absolutely nothing. And, you know, he's going to be at All-Star Weekend in the three-point contest. You look at, uh, exactly, Rui Hashimura, their uh, first-round draft pick, you know, who a lot of people on draft night were kind of, like, confused. You know, a lot of people wanted Cam Reddish or, Mm -hmm. you know, Sekou Demboya or these other players, you know, kind of fancier, flashy players. But Rui Hashimura has has turned out to be a very dependable guy for a rookie who has shown a lot of upside. So I think mm-hmm. that just as you said, John Wall is sitting on that bench. Like he has to be, you know, kind of chomping up the bit here to, to get back on the court because he knows that this team is going to be adding a, a five-time all-star to what they already have, and that will mm-hmm. give them a lot more potential to compete in the Eastern Conference.
2: Right, right. And the East, let's remember, I think the East is more wide open this year as of late, thanks to LeBron going out west with the, with the Lakers. Um, and I think, like again, I think the Wizards are a young team. They are growing. And I think each game we see them get better. We see Bill constantly even still grow and get better. Though he's the leader of this team. And then you talked about Rue, talk about Mo. I mean, they were able to pick back up where they were before their injuries. Also another sign of promise. Um, and I just think this Wizards team is fun to watch. It's good quality basketball. And I really feel like they were because they truly are a team. I I go back to what Bradley Bill said earlier, previous seasons, everybody's eating right now. Everybody's assisting, everybody's dishing, and everybody's numbers look good at the end of the night. So I feel like right now, again, good quality Wizards uh, basketball truly embodying that D.C. family.
1: Yeah, shout shout out to the Everybody Eats era of the Wizards. That, those are those are very fun times. I I, I remember them very fondly, mm-hmm. and I'm glad you brought that up because that's a perfect segue to go into the fact that you know the the Everybody Eats Wizards was really kind of Brad's like coming out party as yeah you know a, a, establishing himself as a star in this league, and you know that was during his first All Star season, which was uh was now three seasons ago, and so this would have been his third consecutive all-star appearance, but he didn't make it. And so I feel like there's a a, a conversation to be had because I've kind of gone back and forth on this. Um, I can definitely attest that, you know, with him going into the all-star break with a scoring average of 29.1 points per game, which is the highest scoring average ever for a player to Mm -hmm. not be named an all-star, you know, Mm -hmm. when you look at it from that perspective, like this is a guy who probably should have been on the all-star roster but also we we have to you know we have to we have to give a fair and even take here that you know his last 10 games i mean he's been playing out of this world you know mm-hmm. you know he's averaging like 37 you know all these crazy numbers and you know certainly his scoring average has been boosted by his play in the last 10 games and i will definitely contend that you know if he had played like he did over the last 10 games throughout the course of the entirety of the season that it would have been no question that he would have been an all-star but you know what what, what do you feel about uh bill first let's talk about bill his uh his lack of notoriety when it comes to you know the fans the fan Uh voting and other uh, uh media entities like why do you think that brad isn't as popular around the league as some of these other players
2: That's such a great question, and honestly, I think it comes back to our market. So, yes, D.C. is the nation's capital. We have every major sports team here. But let's be quite honest. The Wizards have tried to really rebuild their identity after those old Gilbert Arenas, Karan Butler, Antoine Jameson Dave, right? The heyday of the Washington Wizards. I think, of course, John Wall was an important piece, and we've all rallied behind John Wall, right? We all remember him hopping on that scorer's table, yelling out to the crowd and getting everybody hyped up about D.C. basketball, But with every Batman, such as John Wall, you have your Robin, and Bill has constantly been that Robin. And it's that Robin. I mean, think about it. On Halloween, everybody wants to be Batman. You're not running to go get the Robin costume. I think that's what (laughs) Bill has faced, right? Like, he's just been that guy like, oh, we know he helps out in D.C., but the D.C. media market, I mean, people aren't running to go to Wizards games, right? Most people hate to say it, but if we're being honest, you're going to Wizards games to see the other team, those stars, Uh, those people. Because think about it. I mean, Washington really hasn't been an attractive destination. We thought about it with Al Horford when he was a possibility to come here. We always talk about it when KD becomes a free agent, right? But we know KD's not coming home. And D.C. basketball just quite frankly does not get that respect if your name is not john wall i think the last player that got a certain level of respect such as a john wall was when paul pierce was here in washington so brad is that guy that again we all know he's a great player he's good but he's kind of like that guy that you know is a great guy for, or for you a great girl and you know they're good but you'll never wife them up or you'll never husband them up they're just good they're your friend zone and that's what bradley bill is right now in why in basketball
1: Oh, my goodness. I, my head is spinning right now because you just dropped two of the best analogies as to why Brad is not popular. Yo, all right, so Brad has been friend zone, and yes. nobody wants to buy a Robin costume for Halloween. Oh, my, my head is spinning. Chelsea, like this is, I, I don't even know what to say after this, this amazing conversation. I like conversation. to
2: make it like real-life stuff, right? No, I mean,
1: but that's you, you've actually established exactly why it is that he doesn't really have the popularity that a lot of these other guys have. Mm-hmm. And, you know, first, I, w- I want to shout out to uh, his fiance, Kamaya, because she yeah. wrote so hard for him on social media <laughs> and <did>. doing interviews <laughs> and stuff afterwards. And it's like, I also feel like a part of the reason, like, I I, I really don't, it's really weird because Brad is a very likable guy. He, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he, he's got a, a dope life. You know, he's got a dope fiance. He's got two adorable kids. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, 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 he has a good social media presence. He does Mm -hmm. things within the community. It's like everything points towards, you know, him being – he has like – he fits every bill of being a popular NBA player, except for, you know, it just doesn't really translate into, uh, you know, those votes from the fans and that respect from uh, the media members. You know, he has the respect of his peers because Mm -hmm. he did finish second in the East as far as uh, All-Star voting for for his position. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I think he finished ninth. Uh, amongst the fans so Mm -hmm. it's like there's a disconnect there but you know it it, it, you're right though everybody wants to be batman and you Mm -hmm. know it's going to be it's really hard for a robin of a team that's not really winning a lot of games to to get that notoriety and and i think it also goes back to you know when you talk about the dc market like the wizards Mm -hmm. the the dc market is a very big market but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's you know, the exact wizards are alive. <laughs> <dead laughs> We're Washington the the Redskins territory. Exactly, but uh, and, wizards, then and then Cats. and then cap, and then national. So yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like the wizards literally like if you if you turn on you know one six point seven the fan or ESPN nine eighty or you know all these different radio stations like right. you know they're gonna they're gonna do a a, a, a five minute segment on the wizards a seven minute right. segment. And then they're gonna do three hours of real strong Redskins content. Right, and no
2: matter how bad the Redskins are, they're still gonna be priority before the
0: exactly exactly. right. Like
2: and think about when you walk around DC. Like it used to be again in the Gilbert Arena days, everybody had Agent Zero jerseys, everyone. And now you you can see a John Wall jersey, but you're just not seeing Wizards jerseys everywhere. You're just not like it's it's sad, quite frankly. But people again, right? Like that Wizards basketball. And also, if I'm honest, Troy, I haven't met really any true Wizards fans because of the changing uh, complex of D.C., right? Like, you know, there's only so many natives left here, right? So to be actually, true Wizards fans that actually will ride for the Wizards teams, that's also few, far, and many. Um, you know, Stephen A. Smith always calls D.C. Chocolate City. Why, I still don't know. Again, I know he's been here. He knows it's not Chocolate City anymore. But that being said, Chocolate City, who rode for the Wizards, right, they're getting put in different parts all over the d So, again, I think that Wizards fan base is kind of dwindling down. And, again, once that happens, it's, again, even harder for Robin to find love when he's coming back home to a place that's changed quite so often.
1: Yeah, I'm a, I'm going to tell you from first-hand experience as somebody who grew up in Chocolate mm-hmm. City, half the people, they grew up Lakers fans. So you're saying, like, half of my friends are Lakers fans. So, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. that, <laughs> like that's, that's just keeping it all the way real mm-hmm. as far as, I don't know, like, like the nature of uh, fandom surrounding the Wizards. But, you know, I think that what Brad can do um, so he didn't make the all-star team. You know, uh, he, he's, he's probably going to go on to vacation to, you know, the Bahamas or the Caribbean or some, yeah. somewhere amazing, and, you know, be able to chill with his beautiful family. And I think that, honestly, this has turned to be a blessing in disguise for mm-hmm. him and the team because it's motivated him to play. Obviously, he's played his best basketball over this stretch since receiving that all-star snub. And so if Bill is coming – if he's motivated and he's able to come out here and, you know, really step his game up and Mm -hmm. elevate the team's game with his game, then, you know, they're, they're in that ninth seed right now. They only got to jump one spot to get into the playoffs. I think that that would be a much bigger accomplishment for he and the team to, you know, mm-hmm. lead to the playoffs than, you know, going to freezing cold Chicago for <laughs> an all-star weekend.
2: Right. I mean, it's, it's true. I feel like respect is earned. Right now, again, would Bill and Kamaya rather be in Chicago freezing their butts off but he's playing in the all-star game on a national scale and they're drinking Hennessy at the Hennessy sponsor parties? For sure. But like you <laughs> said, now his body gets time to rest. And, again, I think he's going to come back even stronger. Even though he's already strong, I think Bill constantly knows he's been an underdog. And it's like, like now, Troy, I'm preparing to go back to my 10-year high school reunion. So anybody that ever tried to stunt on you, you're going to make sure you go back and show them everything that you're doing, and that's what Bradley Bell is about to do to the NBA world. And I think it's going to help make sure that even if the networks and media don't want to give respect, he's going to make sure they have to put their eyes on D.C. because of the job that he's doing here in Washington and prove why he should be he should have been there in Chicago.
1: Hey man! Hey, you, shout out to people starting on their haters, man. I I I, <laughs> I love that. Like, I'm, 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 I'm Tom Petty when it comes to that. There so, you go. You have to be. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, you, you've really broken it down in a way that you know I, I can feel satisfied knowing that okay, Brill didn't make the All Star team, but you know this was probably for the greater good of uh, the Washington Wizards. But you know, I want I want to take a quick break, and on the other side of that, I want to talk about some of the uh, young wizards who are going to be at All Star Weekend, participating in different things, and, and we'll also uh, get, get get some of your takes and predictions on some of the the the, the contests being played at All Star Weekend. All right, now Kelsey, we gotta we, we gotta talk about. Some of the Wizards, Bill isn't going to All-Star Weekend, but we got to talk about the guys who will be there. Mm -hmm. And and, and two of those guys will be uh, uh, Mr. Hashimura, uh, big in Japan, and uh, Mo Wagner. These are two guys who are going to be playing in the Rising Stars competition. And I think that that's an important uh, uh, thing to note for the Wizards because they hadn't had a player play in the Rising Stars since, what, 2013, since Bill Mm -hmm. was in the contest. So yeah. you know that that's a that's a really that's a long gap of uh, not really having in the the proper young talent, and I think that kind of speaks to why the uh, Wall and Bill era kind of fizzled out a little bit because you know they had uh, you know two young superstars in the making, but right. what happened? Uh, the team GM Ernie Grunfeld he kept trying to plug in you know these older veteran guys around mm-hmm. them when and he wasn't he never really had a plan for the future. Mm-hmm. So now the team seems to have a plan for the future, and they're you know taking risks and bringing in some of these young guys. And what what, what do you expect to see from uh, Rui and, and Mo at the at the uh, Rising Stars game? And what have you thought about their play through the first half of the year?
2: Yeah, great question. As long as Mo doesn't get himself ejected. No, I'm kidding. Um, it'll, be, it'll, it'll be it'll be it'll be a fun night, and I'll tell you. The Rising Stars Challenge you talked about, we keep talking about the promise of the Washington Wizards, right? The youth and the talent that's there. So now they get to show it on a national scale because remember who they're playing with. You got RJ Barrett who's gonna be there. Zion Williamson, the best believer, a lot of eyes, will be there. John Morant, like there's so many names, Miles Bridges. So all of these big names all play in there, which brings them even more eyes. And I think we've known what they've done in Washington. I think Rue, for sports journalists, he's done everything you'd expected. He plays well on both sides of the of the basketball. I think Mo as well. And I think both of them have also been kind of fighting to get to that national level. So Rue is, yes, big in Japan, and I think he's pretty big here in the D.C. market. But I think this will give him a chance to put his name nationally and show what uh, he can do. Because if you saw him in college, it's not a surprise. Uh, but I think what we saw through them through the beginning of the season was really what we expected. They played good quality basketball. But now after the All-Star break, we're going to want them to turn it up a notch and get to that great level because I think that second half of the season, I think that's kind of where you put the pressure on and the real diamonds are created. And again, I think with this long season and all that Bill has been working to do, and we just talked about how Bill, Bill is going to push harder. That means they're going to have to push harder and support him and his efforts um, and just help the Wizards win. And of course, that second half of the season, we know teams are starting to play for those playoff spots. So the pressure will be on them to make sure that they can keep up in the East. So I'm excited for what we have to see from them. And I think the Rising Stars Challenge this year is actually going to be great because of all the big names uh, that are playing in it.
1: Yeah, the the names that are playing in it. I mean, this is like really this. It's a mini All Star game when you really yeah, think about it. Luca, you, like yeah, Luca, exactly. <laughs> like yeah, exactly. Luca, who is an actual All Star. Trey Young is an actual All Star. Yes. Um, you know Zion is you know from from a, by all accounts. I mean, this is a guy who's definitely going to be a future All Star, probably yeah. MVP type candidate. John Tyler. Yeah, Tyler Hero. Oh, yeah. actually, I think Tyler just hurt his ankles. I think he's actually <gasps> no. going to miss that game. Oh, I know. No. I was so excited for him. I'm excited for Tyler, too. Like, I know he plays for, you know, the Miami Heat, who are Southeast Division rivals of the mm-hmm. Wizards, but I always liked Heroes Game coming out of Kentucky. But, yeah. you know, just uh, there are a ton of very talented first and second-year players, and, you know, I think it, it'll be very good to, like, watch them get out on the court and, and, and play in that exhibition setting. And mm-hmm. I, I'm curious to see, you know, the, the competitive nature uh, uh, Mo Wagner, like you said, he just got ejected from a game <laughs> yesterday. I mean, can, yep. can he be the first player ever ejected from, <laughs> from an all-star or, or, uh, rising stars game? Oh like, my is he, gosh. is he gonna, is he gonna be out there trying to draw charges and stuff like he does <laughs> during the regular season, annoying other, uh, opposing big men? Like, it, it, it's going to be very interesting to see. But mm-hmm. I think one of the things that you touched on that I think is the most important thing is that it's good exposure for these two young players. Right. And so, you know, when, when you talk about the Wizards, a team – that didn't have uh when they had one national TV game, and that was a fake national TV game on NBA TV. <laughs> so you know, like we, you, we, 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 like these other teams and these other uh fans and these other coaches, and they're they're not getting a chance to watch the the Wizards play on a nightly basis. So right. you know, I, I feel like for Mo and Rich to be able to come out there and you know, showcase their talents for the rest of the league and for the world, you know, this could go you know a, a long way and helping you know, kind of turn the corner for the popularity of the Wizards, you know, uh, when it comes to NBA franchises.
2: Mm-hmm. Like you said, I mean, the Wizards, I think when we look at, you know, the value of the franchise – I'm pretty sure it'd probably be near the bottom of the NBA, unfortunately, right? So it's like in football, right? The Dallas Cowboys, no matter how bad they are, they are a valuable franchise, right? Jerry's world. Jerry knows what he's doing. Even the Washington Redskins, they're a national brand. You talked about the Lakers earlier. National brand. The Wizards have not been able to kind of cross that threshold, right? And, again, you have to go back to the great era days when people actually were watching Wizards basketball, when TNT would give them some respect and put them on these real national basketball game levels, and they're just not now. Again, I mean, you see some of the prices for the Wizards game. You can go to a Wizards game for real cheap. I mean, they're they're trying to get to that level, right? And it's not just here in D.C. I think the Hawks are kind of facing a similar thing, where the Hawks kind of same type of team, where, you know, they have a lot of young talent, Uh, that they're trying to nurture, but still, the Hawks aren't like the Hawks as of late, right? So, D.C. is kind of going through that, but these young stars, getting them more exposure will help the Wizards get more um, attention on them to hopefully, again, get those national games that they deserve, which will be just in time, might I say, for the John Wall return. And I'm also, I know we didn't talk about it much, but I'm also really excited for John Wall, because I think he has a lot of critics and doubters that don't think that he can be even near the player that he was before, and we've seen him working hard, um, coming back from his injury and rehabilitating and, you know, putting up shots, so... I think when he comes back with his young team, again, put the Washington Wizards on your radar because they are going to be a very fun team to watch in the East.
1: Yeah, they're, they're going to be extremely fun because of their style of play. Uh, you know, they're they they they're bringing back the seven seconds to less, Phoenix Suns type of style with the, mm-hmm. with the paces they play at. And I think that one of the reasons why they've been so successful with this is the addition of Davis Burton yeah. as a three-point shooter. I mean, this dude, I mean, he seems like a real cheat code. Like, I mean, a <laughs> guy who's, we got 6 cents Cal Corbett on our team. Like, this yeah. is like, yeah, and really at the prime of his career, and we got him for nothing. Shout, shout out to Tommy Shepard, first off, for, yes. for pulling that deal the job off. He's
2: done. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And he doesn't get enough credit. And you talk about Bertrand, like, I feel like he's kind of like your taxes. It's guaranteed, right? Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter what's happening. He is that, and that's why. I mean, he's just been so solid. And you, again, he doesn't get the attention that he deserves, but he added a whole another dimension to this Wizards team. And really, especially having another shooter, I mean, just talk about how tremendously that helps Bill out.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna say, oh, he's getting attention in some areas because them defenses they be locking him up in They, the know. they know they some bodies <laughs> on him. <laughs> he he might not be getting attention on social media. But the coaches know because they be yelling at their players like, yo, you cannot <laughs> leave this man open at all. <laughs> now you'll end up right up
2: on the bench.
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. So he, he, he's, getting, he's getting attention from somewhere. But I think that when, when you talk about, uh, you know, the addition of him to the team and what he's able to bring, and, you know, not to mention that, you know, he hasn't even played a second of basketball with John Wall yet. Mm-hmm. Like with John Wall, who is literally the king of getting his guys open three-point looks, like, yeah. This is this is going to be a, a good formula for the Wizards for the future. And, you know, with Davis Bertans being an unrestricted free agent mm-hmm. heading into this summer, uh, you know, the Wizards took a really big risk by, you know, not trading him or not even, you know, apparently fielding offers from other teams for him. So that means that, you know, Tommy Shepard must feel very confident in their ability to re-sign him this summer. And I, I actually feel confident about it, too, because you know, if you look at it from the perspective of Davis, you know, he he's a he's an international guy. He's from Latvia. So him being able to live, it's a big difference between him in San Antonio and living in D.C. So he, he likes it here. His family likes it here. He's able to play a lot you know we get able to play and play his style get open shots. i mean what, what kind of guy has a green light to be able to shoot anytime they cross half court and <laughs> and then also uh i mean the wizards are going to be able to pay him so like that's like mm-hmm. that's that, that's three factors as to why i would feel very strongly about him re-signing here and staying in washington for the future
2: i'm telling you like you said i i'm pretty sure he will and i think you're right i mean i think Washington, I think we've changed that culture, right? It, it keeps coming out right now with the Redskins and the Ron Rivera era, right? Changing that culture. We see them hire Jennifer King. And then with the Wizards, you talked about Tommy Shepard, was another person I don't think gets enough credit, but I think he's kind of helped to change that culture after that Ernie Grumfield era, which we know many thought went on for too long. Um, and, you know, it was just not always great quality basketball happening. And, again, he's a young, bright star. Why not grow with this young team here in the nation's capital. And, again, I think now people are actually wanting to be in D.C. and coming to Washington. And I believe, where sure, that we're beginning the wave and the movement. So I'm excited to see how this Withers team grows uh, in coming years.
1: Yeah, well, I- I'm excited, too. I-, I-, I think that the team has a lot of promise and Shoot, man! I, it it it'll make my job a lot easier to be able to go down and cover a team that actually has interest. So, you know, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to, to to seeing what they can do. But I, I want to take a quick break, and on the other side of that, let, let, let's get some predictions about some of these uh, All Star contests, and then actually talk about what's going to happen in the actual All Star game. Let's do it. All right now Kelsey man we, we we're going we're going to put you on the line here we're going to put you on the spot
0: we're going yeah. we're, we're going to
1: make you we're going to run down some some of these names of you know people participating in the skills contest and the 3 point contest and That's the dunk it. contest and and, and, let, and let's see uh who you're going to uh, be picking here
0: so we can yeah. hold your
1: hold your feet to the fire after the weekend and say wow well, that was completely right <laughs> or wrong <laughs> they're going better be saying completely <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> okay so let's let's go the, the, the skills uh talent i think that the you know the league has been putting a, a, a bigger emphasis on the skills talent and one of the things that i like is you know, that they they're not just doing like you know uh, uh point guards like they have done in years past they actually have you know a couple of big men in this uh portion of the of the all star contest and so I, I wanna, I'm going to list off some names here. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you uh, – you, you can give me one or two names who you think uh, have a good chance of winning the Skills Challenge. Um, so they got, we, we, got, we got Spencer Dinwiddie in the Skills Challenge. Mm-hmm. We got uh, Chris Middleton. We got uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander. We got Jason Tatum. We got Pascal Siakam. We have DeMarcus Sabonis, center from the Indiana Pacers. We have uh, Patrick Beverly, who I'm pretty sure is going to be wearing black Air Force Ones, <laughs> and then uh, uh, Bam Adebayo, another center. So we got two centers, a couple, couple, couple guards, couple forwards. Uh, but who, who, who do you like out of that group of players? Mmm, this is a good
2: one. I feel like, I mean, so we know about Tatum and Dinwiddie, right, from winning the skills challenge before. So yep. it's hard to not go on those two. But I think somebody who does not get a, enough credit, I am a big fan, Troy, of Chris Middleton. And I'm not saying he might win it, but I really think he's going to put some eyes on him. But, again, it's hard to go against Jason Tatum because I feel like he just, he continues just to be an all-around player. So, mm, I don't know. Okay, I'm going to do the repeat, and I'm going to pick Tatum. So hopefully okay. he proves me right in Chicago.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I I like Tatum, and I think that you know he he's definitely a guy who should be fit for this you know for this contest you know because he's a guy who you know has good size and speed and and, and mm-hmm. good skills um chris middleton is a very underrated player yeah uh, shout, shout, shout out to him because i know that uh, uh a couple months ago there were a lot of people who were like man chris middleton ain't no all stars yes. he got some and then,
2: bad yes
1: exactly and then he came out there and he played so well this year and i'll tell you this right before the coaches announced that the uh the all-star reserves the bucks actually played the wizards and uh sat set out that game but chris middleton dropped 50 on them Yeah, you know, he made it almost virtually impossible. I didn't see not one Wizards fan say Brad should have made it over him. (laughs) (laughs) He made Chris Middleton because he gained the respect. He made gained the respect,
2: and that's why I think it's going to be so fun to watch. And I guess, I mean, Beverly, Patrick Beverly is also another one of those players I think that could take it home, and he'll be back, you know, in his hometown. But I don't know; it's just hard to go against Tatum, Troy.
1: Yeah, I mean, Patrick Beverly would have a chance if he really wore those Robin. Robin season, uh, black and one. <laughs> like, think about it. He hometown, can embarrass himself in his hometown. With, you know his family will be there. With, with, with some black amounts in his pocket, he might have a chance. <laughs> <Like>, right? <laughs> otherwise, not in the pocket uh, though. And then, <laughs> he got to got to to put it behind his ear if you want if he want to really win. But <laughs> the, the guy who I'm picking, I'm gonna go with Pascal Siakam. I think that he's probably uh, one of the more skilled players in this whole contest. And mm-hmm. like I mean, I think that he's such a freak athletically with that long mm-hmm. wingspan that that might give him a little bit of an advantage. And he's a much better ball handler than people think. So I, I'm, a, I'm a, my underrated pick. I'm gonna go with uh, Pascal Siakam. All right. Uh, I, uh, moving on to the to the three point contest, uh, we, we we got a couple. We got a lot of good shooters here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the list of contestants: we got Joe Harris, uh, we have Trey Young, we have Davis Burtons, uh, Duncan Robinson. Buddy Hill, Zach Levine, and Devontae Graham. So I, I out of this list of guys, I feel like, you know, I am obliged to go roll with Davis Bertons, uh, so let's say let's go with our uh non local media bias and uh let, let, let's pick another name out out of this hat. <laughs>
2: This is going to be good. Like, this is actually the one I'm probably looking most forward to. Because, of course, Trey Young is doing what he does in Atlanta. I think he's one you could always think about. Um, Zach is another one you could always think about. And we talked about Berton. But I guess if I have to go with somebody else, mm, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. I don't want to be wrong. My heart says go with Trey. But I really do like Buddy, too. I'm gonna go with my heart. You should always follow your heart, right? Valentine's Day is coming. I'm gonna go with Trey.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Valentine's Day, (laughs) but
2: I still think Bertans is gonna win,
1: and I think he's gonna
2: get some recognition finally.
1: Yeah, I I think Bertans is gonna win because I legit think that he's the best shooter in the NBA right now. Well, with with, obviously with Steph not and Steph and Clay, you know, being out, those those are two guys that I would take over But otherwise, I mean, Bertans is like, I mean, like every every time the ball goes up. I'm surprised <laughs> when it doesn't go in, honestly. yeah, yes. So if I had to pick somebody else, I would probably have to go with Buddy Hill just because yeah. I think that he is one of those guys where, like, when he gets into a rhythm, like, his hot streaks are, like, insanely it's hot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, if he gets it going, like, yo, he, he could have one of those nights where, you know, he's running through the racks and, and really putting in the work.
2: It'll be fun to watch. Like I mean, I think they really did a great job with this because it can go any way.
1: No, I, I honestly, I'm, I'm excited to to see some of these guys, and you know, I think that there's a case to be made that you know the uh, the three point contest has honestly been getting you know just as much buzz and love as the dunk contest, which yeah. used to be you know the the, the most favorite uh, event from uh, All Star Weekend. Yeah, but, you know, I th- I feel like the Dunk Contest is little is making a bit of a resurgence and the fact that Aaron Gordon is in the contest oh, like yes. really kind of <laughs> kind of leads me to believe that we might be in store for something special because mm-hmm. you know, we we all know the last time we saw Aaron Gordon in the Dunk Contest, Against I mean literally Jack. we we saw <laughs> we saw, you know, three or four of the, the craziest dunks I've ever seen in my entire life. That would have I, made
2: Vince Carter proud. <laughs> I, I
1: still contend that Aaron Gordon got robbed in that contest, but you I know, know. to each their own I, I, I <laughs> hey, hey look, the only the only the real winners were the, the crowd and yes. the, the the viewers at home because that that was something special to watch.
2: I can rewatch that all the time. I mean it was I, that epic. Like I don't know <laughs> if anything can top that uh, because it was just that level of craziness.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was—I clearly wasn't around for the uh, the, the the Jordan Dominique uh, contest oh, look, of '86. Yes. Uh, wasn't yes. even born yet. But <laughs> you know, I, I honestly think that, that that those two contests have to be up there as you know the the best the the best duels in dunk yes. contest history.
0: Yeah. But uh,
1: this this year's field is you know it, it's not a bad field. We actually have a, a former dunk contest winner uh, in Dwight Howard. Uh, Eleven Aaron
2: years. Born-
1: Exactly, Dwight Howard's in the contest. We got uh, Derek Jones Jr. and we have uh, shout out uh, Pat Connison, uh You know, do- during his best, uh, white man can't jump impersonation. <laughs> he, he's a, yeah. But yeah, Pat Connison's a hell of an athlete, man. People he don't is. even know. Like he 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 could he literally could be a, a major league baseball pitcher if he so chose to mm-hmm. be. Uh, you know, he, he's a great athlete uh, when it comes to you know uh, playing playing a three and D role for the Milwaukee Bucks. He actually plays yep. so. Uh, who, who, but out of this uh, group of uh, players, who do you think has the best chance of walking away with the hardware?
2: We got to be honest with this one. I think you know this is Aaron. This is Aaron Gordon's year. you talked about how legendary 2016 was, and I think for him this year it's going to be kind of that icing on the cake. Um, and I still think we're gonna get some great dunks, but I have to say, Troy, I am most excited about Dwight Howard because I think this has really been a rebuild year for Dwight Howard. He's trying to put some respect back on his name, so I really think the crowd might get something from from Dwight. So I'm excited to watch maybe the return of Superman. Ooh, I just put a lot of pressure on him.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, but the thing is, he put a lot of pressure on himself by, you know, yeah. by even hopping into the contest as a 34 year old. And, you know, the one thing what I means? will say. The one thing I will (laughs) say that Dwight looks like he's in the best shape that he's been in since Mm -hmm. he was in Orlando. So you know, and if he and and I honestly feel like Dwight is such a showman that he wouldn't be all you know hopping in this competition and you know doing all this promo if he didn't have a couple tricks up his sleeve. Of course, he's gonna go back
2: to LA after it. You know, you know he's gonna have to bring something.
1: Yeah, but uh, I also like Derek Jones Jr. I think that. Darius Jones Jr. He's a guy. He I, I can't decide whether is he is just a great in game dunker mm-hmm. or is does he have what it takes to win this dunk contest? You know, does mm-hmm. he have the you know the, the kind of creativity and flair? Because right. you know he doesn't really like a lot of his dunks in the, in in games are just like him just literally just jumping over people's backs, right? Like, and it's right. just like you know that, that he he's got great athleticism for sure, but you know I'm not really sure if I you know if I've seen him you know. Throwing the, you know, the legs up behind the Yeah, do the craziness. Yeah. The ones yeah, that have we'll,
2: us hop out, of, hop out of our feet, spill our popcorn, and everything. Like,
1: yeah, that's we'll, what I want from him. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see, though. But, you know, this is the dude who probably could legit hop over a car. So, you know, like, <laughs> like, 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 really hop over a car, not the little fake uh, front hood that Blake did. <laughs> 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 Shots fired. Shots fired, kind of. But uh, yeah, no, I, I'm looking forward to the dunk contest, though. I, I, I'm excited to see, and and hopefully they'll they'll be able to put on a show for the people. But uh, uh, lastly, we have the the actual All Star game um, in, in the format of you know Team Giannis versus Team LeBron. They, they've been doing the you know the the, the team captain uh, uh, format for the last uh, uh, three years now, and you know I, I'm excited to see. Uh, what, what what's going to happen? I know that there are a lot of people out there that you know think that Giannis uh, is the worst GM in the history of basketball yes. with the way that he picks <laughs> his team. Not the worst. I, I, I I've seen it. I've seen it. The people were like, "Yo, the uh, the somebody say you could tell Giannis didn't grow up in America because he don't know anything about playing pickup ball." <laughs> 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 I was like, "Yo, this is oh, brutal. people are mean." Yeah, people are so mean, but. Honestly, though, I, I, I'm looking forward to it, uh, and, and they actually have a new uh, scoring format, uh, w- which is so confusing because you know mm-hmm. I consider myself to be a smart person. Yeah. Uh, I guess what, what what is the the, the, the cumulative score uh, over the last uh, three quarters, and then you play the fourth quarter to a target score. Yeah. And I guess the t- the target score is twenty four to honor Kobe Bryant, like. I, I, yeah, I, it was I would, sort of like if,
2: adding 24 points. It was really weird. I love the honor of Kobe. Don't get me wrong.
1: But really I, you have I to I go back that. to your
2: like your A squared plus B squared equals C squared days to understand the new scoring format.
1: <laughs> like I mean, that's for, basically what they're doing. For real, man. I, I honestly, I think that we're gonna need a fantastic job from the broadcast team mm-hmm. in order to really explain to the viewers at home, you know, what's what's really going on and what's happening, and you know, when when am I supposed to get excited? When am I supposed to? <laughs> when, when can I take a bathroom break? Like when? Like when, I I just need to know. It's just all very new and different. But I think that we do have to address the fact that you know the the, the with, with the target score being uh, twenty four to Arner Kobe. And you know, with uh the each team, uh with Team LeBron wearing two to uh to uh, to honor uh Gigi and with uh team Giannis uh wearing twenty four to honor Kobe, mm-hmm. I think that you know this will be a, a very special all star weekend for the NBA family as a collective to kinda get together and, and and grieve the loss of Kobe in a in a public setting. I know a lot of those guys are you know still kinda hurting and you know i know that they had the, his uh you know the personal family service um this past weekend but yeah. you know this thing i feel like this this not going to be a closure to this situation until they have the the memorial service in Staples center on the 24th so you know th- mm-hmm. this is kind of still like a like an open scar right, right. now and, and so this, this them being able to honor kobe we're going to see a lot of you know uh, uh kobe uh memorial things uh, yeah. Over All Star Weekend, I, I'm I'm very excited about that and, and proud that the NBA is doing such a great job of recognizing yeah. one one of their truly great players.
2: I agree. I, I think this is going to be a true testament to Adam Silver um, and just his continued reign as commissioner of the NBA. And I think you're right. We're going to see a lot of tributes and respect to late, great Kobe Bryant, as they should because of what Kobe did for the sport of basketball and also how we kind of helped transcend it uh, to get to that next level. And as you said, I think it's going to be an emotional time. You talked about it. It's still an open wound for us all. We're still hurting. Uh, we haven't healed them, like you said, until that tribute comes in the Staples Center. And even then, I think we'll still be hurting, much like many are still hurting uh, for Nipsey Hussle. I think it's just it's a tough time, but I think this All-Star couldn't be at a greater time. Um, I, I think we're going to see some things that we'll never forget. I think this All-Star, because of that, will truly be one that we all remember and it will be one for the ages. So you know they're going to bring out any and everything. Uh, Chicago has a lot of pressure on it because they have to honor Cozy and Gigi, um, in a way that just puts respect on the dynasty, uh, that he built with the Los Angeles Lakers. So I bet you a lot of, a lot of Lakers jerseys in the crowd. A lot of love for Kobe, a lot of tributes, I think, to Kobe and all of the different challenges. Um, and during the All Star game,
1: yeah, no, I'm I'm looking forward to it. And I, I know that you know everybody's going to uh, pay their proper respects, and I know that people are going to go all out when it comes to paying their respects. <laughs> so it's it's very much something to look forward to. And you know, in, in the nature of uh, Kobe Bryant and the Mamba mentality, we're going to have to I'm going to have to put you on the spot and, and see who's going to win the game. <laughs>
2: Oh, this is a good one. So I feel like everybody in their mom is going to say Team LeBron, right, because he's got all the shooters, all the big names. But I love Giannis's rationale behind why he picked the team. And it's like when you wanted to get picked for that baseball team when you were younger or that kickball team, you want to make sure you have a part. And there's not just one or two star players. Giannis said he wants somebody that will pass the ball.
1: <laughs> so I think
2: he has somebody that he definitely has a team that will see some assists, right? It won't just be all giving me the glory, giving me the shine. So I think I'm going to go with the underdog team. I think team LeBron has it, but the underdog always needs somebody to believe in them, Troy, and I'm going to be that believer. So I'm going to pick team Giannis.
1: Yeah, I, I like the fact that you picked uh, Team Giannis. Uh, I, I'm going to go against that. I'm going to pick Team LeBron. I think Gian, Giannis is smart because he wants people to pass, uh, pass the ball. He wants them to pass the ball to him. So he can so <laughs> go all there and go for MVP. <laughs> and be so the Greek when, freak. Exactly. But, but when you look at, uh, you know, the guys that are on, the, on the Team LeBron, I think that they have a lot more experience when it comes to, mm-hmm. you know, playing in those all-star games. And I think that, you know, that that actually – that experience of playing in the All Star and you know being able to go through the whole weekend because it's tiring. Like being it there, is like, a those, lot. Hey, those guys like they they put they everybody played games yesterday. Some teams are even playing games today. You mm-hmm. fly into Chicago. You are you doing media all day Friday. You know you go out. You go party Friday night. You know you don't you are doing, you're doing you're, Saturday you go. You know get your Hennessy sponsored event, <laughs> and then by the time Sunday comes around. Like a lot of these guys, like, man, they I don't know how much they left have how much they have left in the tank. So mm-hmm. I am I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with Team LeBron just based on experience. It, it's true. And and look, let's remember
2: Anthony Davis going back to Chicago. Ugh oh, it's just Team LeBron has everyone, right? It's kind of like when you're – I feel like Team Giannis is like that, that JV team <laughs> and then Team LeBron's that varsity team and you put the two together and unless something crazy happens, Team LeBron is winning. But uh, I'm trying to believe in Giannis, and somebody has to pick Team Giannis. And I've not seen one person try to pick Team Giannis, so I'm going to be that one. <laughs>
1: Oh wow! I was just on mute. <laughs> that's oh, that's why I do not hear him at all. I'm gonna, oh. edit it. I'm, I'm just sitting here talking. I'm like, why didn't you say anything? <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, let me go, hold up. What, what were we just talking about? Uh, no problem. Just talk- I
2: just went back on TV
1: Okay, and Why yeah, I to
2: believe in them? <laughs> okay, right,
1: right, right. Okay, all right. So yeah. So, uh, you, with, hey, Kelsey, with you, uh, being the lone person going with, uh, King Giannis, <laughs> like, you, you're known as standing on your own, and I think that's what makes you such a unique personality in this well, sport industry. <laughs> <laughs> and, and as I do with all of my guests, I want to give you this opportunity to kind of plug yourself and plug your work and, and let the people know the, the 30 different places that they can find you and, in, and in, in all of your endeavors. <laughs>
2: I will keep it simple for them. I am uh, first off, thank you so much for having me. This was such fun. Such a joy to be in true presence of DMV media royalty. So I bow unto thee. Um, but catch me on social media on Twitter and Instagram, the real K. Nelson. I have a lot of fun stories I'll post, and on Facebook, Kelsey Nicole Nelson. My website, Kelsey Nicole Nelson. And also, if you're in Miami, I am teaching at Durrell College. So come say hi to my intro to radio and podcasting students. So lots of fun. Um, bring a bunch, and we'll have some new updates soon. So people have to follow me to stay in right?
1: And, man, I, I greatly appreciate Like you said, uh look at that. You're a college professor. You're on the red <laughs> carpet. You're covering the big game. Like, you know, this is, I mean, I, I'm really trying to be like you when I grow up. Oh, I, stop. I, I, this is, <laughs> 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 no, but, you know, thanks, thanks for coming on. Thanks for always showing so much love. And, and and thanks for, you know, really just kind of putting on for, for the area and, and, you know, being a, a proud sports journalist that, you know, people like us can uh, grow up and look up to.
2: Oh, well, thank you. Troy's being so modest. This is a man. This is a dude. I am happy
1: to be here. And now, okay,
2: I'm adding this to my career accomplishment list. I finally made it with Troy. I had to ask him the first time. But he paid you his word and put me on.
1: Of course, of course, of course. You know, I had to, look. I had to make. I had to bring you on on the big all star weekend show. You know, you're not, I will give you that one. I will give you that one. I can't just throw you on on a Tuesday versus the Hornets. You know, like you, got, you get you get top billing around here, Joe.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. It's so much fun.
1: All right.
0: I wanna ball, I like the whistles. Yeah, you know what I mean. When I'm blue, I'm on the net. Girl, she shots for the team. I was in high school with dreams. Now I'm almost looking clean, teaching game like a dean. Coach all these girls to a ring. I wanna ball, I like the whistles. Yeah, you know what I mean. When I'm blue, I'm on the net. Girl, she shots for the team. I was in high school with dreams. Now I'm almost looking clean, teaching game like a dean. Coach all these girls to a ring. I've been playing since I was a fetus. Young PG legend like Gilbert Arenas Now I'm chilling back, giving advice I buy my girl shit, it don't matter the price They see that I'm taking, they try getting pants Labor money, I just tell in advance I ain't cheating, I'm just trying to dance She just trying to have me up in the trance I'm in a struggle, like fuck it. They just trying to make some buckets Love when I slap down my ones, but it bounced like a ball when I struck it So if you ever see a real nigga like me, just let them live and just be how it be Go to the club with them two and you'll see, with a J, we'll be on the same team I want a I like the Wizards, yeah, you know what I mean When I'm blowing on the net, girl shooting shots for the team I was in high school dreams, moves looking clean Teaching games like a dean, coach all these girls to a ring I want a I like the Wizards, yeah, you know what I mean When I blue, I'm on the net. Girl, she was shot for the team. I was in high school with dreams. Now I'm almost looking clean. Teaching game like a dean. Coach all these girls to a ring.